Hello and welcome to the special episode of the Monaco Weekly. I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco and for today's show, I speak with duo Sophie Tucker about their upcoming album, Wet Tennis. Sophie and Tucker, what a pleasure talking to you guys. I'm a big fan. I'm very excited for the new album. But my first question is, what tennis? I mean, can you guys explain a little bit the title, the idea behind? I know there's a lot of uh, tennis iconography in the new album, so, which is quite cool. Yeah, so there's basically three layers to the wet tennis album. There's the wet part, there's the tennis part, and then there's the acronym. So it actually stands for when everyone tries to evolve, nothing negative is safe. That's what wet tennis spells out. And for us, it was a spirit that was very much inspired by the pandemic, actually, and the experience we had because we live streamed every single day for many hundreds of days in a row. And we were joined by this incredible community that called themselves the Freak Fans. And people showed up every single day. They dressed up in colorful, crazy outfits. They danced around and like with each other in the Zoom and in the chat. And they really used the live streams as this opportunity to have fun and to be really joyful and to be really connected in a time that honestly could have been the most challenging, most isolating, most lonely of their lives. Well, it might have been both. It might have been both, yeah. <laughs> but, but still, they chose optimism and they chose positivity and they chose joy and they chose dancing. And we were so inspired by realizing that we always have that choice. And then, of course, negative things are going to happen and hard things are going to happen. But we, you know, if we are dedicated to our own evolution, like we can move through negative things with such grace by choosing to stay positive and keep dancing. One thing I would like to ask for both of you, perhaps I start with you, Tucker, that what about the music influences? Because I got to be honest, the first time I heard Sophie Tucker, I didn't connect with the U.S. immediately. You know, I know you, you have a lot of influence from Brazilian music and the new album, you have people like Amadou and Marianne in the amazing track Montcherie as well. But I just want to check, I mean, what are the musical influences? I mean, is it something that you both uh, listen to kind of international music when you're growing up? Yeah, I mean, it's totally Sophie's brain and my brain, and they're so different. We have different interests. We grew up very differently. Sophie grew up listening to more international world music from all parts of the world. And I grew up probably more U.S.-centric, but when I got into dance music, a lot of my favorite music had other languages, a lot of sort of talking on tracks. And when I heard her playing bossa nova music when we met uh, and all in portuguese i just had a vision basically that this would be awesome with dance music and like this would be such a cool thing to connect and part of the wet tennis logo is two tennis rackets and it actually is a venn diagram so there's sort of sophie's side my side and then the overlap is right where Sophie Tucker lives. And I think it's both of our influences coming from all over the place. 
And Amadou Mariam was is a good example of an artist that we both loved separately before we met. And I had known them because Mike Snow did a remix of one of their songs, So Bali. And Sophie knew them because she just knew them. <laughs> and that's sort of like a kind of a good example of where our interests cross, even though they're very separate. Sophie, tell me about the connection with Brazil. Of course, I'm Brazilian. I have to ask this question. And I was very happy as well that there's some a little bit of Portuguese in the first track of the album as well. I noticed that. That's super cool. Basically, in international schools my whole life. So I was born in Germany. I lived in seven different countries. And I was constantly in these really, really intense international communities. Like the high school I went to was 200 kids from 100 countries. And the music that people were listening to as a result was like really, really diverse. And I remember always being really attracted to A, the Brazilian like students and my friends who were Brazilian. I just felt like instantly connected with them. And also with the music. And I was like, I don't know why, but I have this draw towards Brazilian people and Brazilian music. Everywhere I go, no matter where I am in the world, the people that I'm connecting with are Brazilian and the music that I love the most is Brazilian. So I started listening to Brazilian music all the time. And then in college, I was taking voice lessons. And <laughs> I remember she had this book of like classic jazz songs and I would come in and sing all the songs. And Eventually, I realized I didn't want to sing in English anymore. I was like, the Portuguese jazz music for me was way more interesting, way more sexy. I was like, I'm only singing Portuguese now. And at a certain point, I was like, I have no idea what I'm saying. I just love this music so much, but I'm singing and singing all the time. I have no idea what I'm saying. So I figured I should go study Portuguese. So I studied Portuguese and then I just fell in love with learning it. And my professor, her name is Patricia Sobral. She's still at Brown. She was so inspiring and I just like fell in love with learning the language. And so then I moved to Brazil and when I was in Brazil, it was like even deeper, you know, I really, I was like, oh, okay, now it all makes sense. I've been attracted to Brazilian people and Brazilian music my whole life. And now that I'm here, like, I feel like this is my, my soul home. And when I had to leave to go back to college, I was like, you know, I had so much saudade. I just wrote in Portuguese to like make me feel like I was back there. And ever since, I mean, I was planning on moving back to Brazil after college and then Tucker convinced me instead to join this band. It's your fault, Tucker. <laughs> yeah, there's a part of me. I'll take, I will take credit. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a part of me still that like, I just crave to be there. And I have so much love for Brazilian people and Brazilian music specifically that is kind of unexplainable, but it's really real. No, I can feel the emotion when, you, when you're mentioning that. And of course, as a Brazilian, I'm already emotional as well, because that, that's the thing, Brazilians. But uh, again, take another interesting thing. I mean, we mentioned Amadou and Maria and the Brazilian connection, but there's so, so much other co-artists as well. You worked with Turkish producer, is he Mahmoud Orhan, right? I've seen the video for the song. It's fantastic. I mean, the imagery there. 
it's cool. What about you? You're wearing like a coat with the Turkish flag. I mean, I I don't know. I I, I want to know where did you buy that? I really I really liked it. <laughs> we made it. Now there's no reason. There is pain. Now you may be temporarily insane. We made it. Oh, really? uh, Fantastic. Yeah, that, that custom for the video. We shot the video in Istanbul, and Mahmoud is a really popular Istanbul based artist, and we love his music, and we became friends with him. When we played our first show in Istanbul mm -hmm. years ago, he also did some remixes. He did a drinky remix originally, swing remix. Johnny. Uh, Johnny. We've been working with him for a while now and to put out an original song together. And Turkey was one of the first countries to really embrace us. Turkey and Italy were the first initial countries where they really grabbed onto drinky. And this, we have got a lot of traction and popularity there. And we've always felt a connection and sort of a loyalty almost to them. And to be able to go spend some time there, work with, you know, one of their biggest artists and represent the country a little bit felt really good. Turkish people have a real pride, you know, and to wear the Turkish flag just felt like, you know, like respect, like we really appreciate you. We, we respect you and we love it here. It was nice to be able to do that. Oh, that's nice. And I, and I know you guys performed during the lockdowns, which was quite nice for all your fans worldwide. But I mean, you have a lot of exciting news this year. Not only the new album, which is coming out late April, but there's, there's a big tour coming up as well. I mean, what can we expect? Of course, you don't need to give all the spoilers, but I know you're doing a North American tour. There's an European tour and even an Australian one as well. Yeah, we're going to be playing this music for a long time. So good thing that we love it. I mean, the tour is going to be so fun because we've been waiting to tour for years and the buildup has been so tremendous that actually getting to go back on tour again, it's like, it's almost like too good to be true or it's like we've been dreaming about it for so long. And this tour is going to be unlike any other tour that we've ever experienced or ever done because we're going to treat the show like a game and bring the spirit of tennis in with the live show. So there will be a lot of opportunities for audience participation. And, you know, we're, we're going to have like a tennis court on stage and really play with the, yeah, the, the playfulness of it all. Do you guys play tennis, by the way? Because I know, is it, I don't know, Tucker, you, you used to be a basketballer, right? So I mean, but yeah. are you both tennis players or? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's my best sport, but we can definitely play tennis. Sophie got into it over the pandemic and has gotten very good. I kind of grew up playing tennis because my mom is a pretty serious tennis player. So it's definitely always been in our lives. And there's also, you know, tennis, it's like the dynamic between Sophie and I, it's back and forth. You know, we're always bouncing ideas back and forth. We're a little competitive. We have athletic background. It just sort of felt really good. And then the wet part of it is sort of like our excitement the sweat, the dancing, you know, that the pussy, all of it. I love, I, I don't play tennis, but I love the imagery. So I think in terms of imagery, I think it's the best sport you can, you can ever pick. And guys, I'm going to ask a question to both of you. Do you have a song? It doesn't need to be your favorite, but a song that you would like to talk uh, from the album. And 
I'm just curious about the song Larry Bird. I mean, is your dad in it, Tucker? I don't, I don't know. C correct me if I'm wrong. I wore 33 my whole career in respect of Larry Bird, who I heard all about growing up from my dad. So we got my dad on this track to speak here. He wasn't as strong, he wasn't as big, he wasn't as fast, but he worked harder. He worked smarter. Yeah, Larry Bird, the basketball player, was sort of my idol growing up. And he was, I think, one of my dad's heroes as well. And I always wore the number 33 when I played basketball after Larry Bird. I think I got my love of him and his sort of work ethic and his game from my dad. And so when we were writing, I always wanted to write a song about Larry Bird. And we thought it'd be really fun to have my dad talk about Larry Bird in the song, like he would tell me when I was younger, sort of teaching me about Larry Bird. So we had him record some stories about Larry Bird and we put it in the song and it's, it's pretty cool. What a special cameos. What, what about you, Sophie? Do you have a, a song that is quite special for you? I guess the one that's top of mind right now is Forgive Me because it's coming out this Friday. I think what's special about this song, I mean, first of all, I just, I love what Mahmoud did with the Turkish violin. I just think it's like the sexiest sound ever and I'm obsessed with it. But also it's about probably the most challenging thing in my life that ever happened. And the fact that now it's a song that I like to dance to and it kind of like was alchemized from this like difficult thing into something that I think is beautiful is so satisfying and like what art is all about I think thanks to Sophie Tucker and Wet Tennis is out on the 29th of April the Monaco Weekly was edited by Jack Jewers I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco thank you for listening <laughs>